Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I particularly want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash fsfilms uh, and our $20 tier supporters there, Drevy and Alexander Smith, Bates, Cat, Waterflame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much uh, as we do already. So thank you very much for all your support over the years. Uh, and if you're watching live, uh, please be sure to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Shadows of the Mountain, the Werewolf the Apocalypse game that we are running here on Final Show Films. I am Jack, your chronicler for and storyteller for this shenanigan. And I am joined tonight by Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, don't mind me. I'm doing nothing significant at this particular moment. Um, <laughs> Share. I am playing. <laughs> if I could, if I could. This is not the good stuff, though. In character uh, already. <laughs> yes, I am. I feel like it's not fair to be playing Hayden Taylor, Hamid Solak, Child of Gaia, if I'm not, if I don't have a drink of some kind. God, I hope that drink goes down as smooth as that segue, Jeremy, because I'm you. <laughs> and Craig? Hello. Um, I'm eating almonds, which are not as nice as whatever Jeremy's drinking. Um, I will be playing Sal Moraro, um, Glass Walker, Hamid Ragabosh, my child is just in the door. <laughs> Go to someone else, please. And William. <laughs> Hi. <clears throat> I am William. I am playing uh, Ingvar Kustata, the Homic Defender's Arden, and the pain in my tooth is real enough that this rage will be accurate. <laughs> Step live roll. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Alexandra Boxcar's poor uh, metastylodoxobacterium. We are getting some notes and feedback in chat, so I'm fixing it right bear now. with us as we get our audio set up. Uh, Athena is also here. Hi, I'm Athena, and I'm playing Mordeco and Lucas the Arch the Shadow Lords. I just have tea. Nothing interesting. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. Uh, I think Austin fixed the audio. I'm yes, playing... it sounds like it's fixed to me. Okay, cool. I, I just checked uh, with, with our listeners to see if they can... Yeah, Austin's been checking in the other room. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm playing Dakota. Uh, she is uh, Galliard, Tana, um Lupus. Thank you. Sorry. it's It's been a night. That's all good. And as always, please remember, trans rights, human rights, black lives matter, and bodily autonomy is a basic fucking human right that should be codified into law. Fuck Alito! Also eat the rich. <clears throat> uh, big special thank you to the Onyx Path, who provided us collaboration materials for this chronicle. You can get access to their upcoming Apocalyptic Record book pre-order at apocalyptic-record.backerkit.com forward slash hosted underscore pre-orders. I will post the link in the chat per usual, and it will also be in the video description if you are following this on YouTube. But, when we last left the Denver region, the Wings Pack took some time to center themselves in their location outside Cold Creek Canyon. 
Aiden explained to the group that he had decided to appoint Mordecai and Ingvar as co-betas for the pack, news that was met with mixed reactions by the rest of the members. Sal took the rest of the pack uh, along for his attempts at negotiation with Willow Connolly, while Mordecai had a more or less frank discussion with Aiden regarding her new role. Sal's efforts to get something for nothing effectively down with Will uh, met with very little success, uh, and the local Ragavash finally offered the Glasswalker a wager of sorts, depending on which of them could throw the other the furthest. Ultimately, Sal ended up crashing to Earth nearly six miles to the east, and the quartet returned more or less empty-handed, but with an offer from Will that if they could come back with actionable intelligence and a concrete plan and uh, specifics on what the threat in the mountains is, he's willing to reopen the conversation at some point. And the evening began to wind down until Aiden confronted Sal regarding his actions, and Sal decided to use the gift hush on his alpha, which is where we're picking up. So, ah. we're going to need an activation roll for the gift hush from Sal uh, to yep. see how this goes. It's gift seven, because my wits is four, and I'm a yeah. back. Yeah, I, I have it ready to go. I cannot wait for this to just <laughs> burn immediately. Oh, that would happens. be even better if it didn't work. <laughs> right, one success. Uh, one turn. turn. Goes off. Okay. There you go. One turn. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are now going to roll initiative since people have reactions to this action. Uh, so on the uh, Roll20 page that you're on, click on your token, please, and then hit the uh, initiative roller on your character sheet, which should, if you don't know where it is, uh, <laughs> should be on the combat page. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. Alright, so I click on the, the Icon, yeah. Click on your token. Click on your icon. Token. Go to your com um, combat page, and then yeah. hit the button that says initiative. Should be the top left. Wits, dexterity. Nothing, it nothing. should have. It should have already filled yeah. in with dexterity, wits, wits zero, and then just click the initiative button. We have a lot of people going at the same time. Yeah, what we're learning is there are only actually three turns in this initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! I am so pleased with this. Okay, so. I wonder how they have these broken down. Well, um, I believe tiebreakers is similar to how it is in in how many dots and dexterity in D &D you have in terms of like who has basically who has the biggest base. Yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, based on how it's broken out, um, not quite because you uh, Alexandra is currently at the top and has the lowest dex. Yeah, so... Yeah, the lowest total pool of the three. Yep. So the total pool it goes nine, eight, six. So it should be... Aiden, Sal, Alex. And then between Dakota and Ingvar... There, Dakota has a pool of four. Ingvar has a pool of six. All right. So as I drag these things around... Okay. Should be in proper order... Now. Sweet. So, Aiden, please whatever read, you do this... Please yeah. read specifically, because I need to know... Craig, can you read can specifically what... I think talk <laughs> is the only thing. Yeah, that, I mean, that's 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 it. Um, 
Every success stalls the target from one turn, preventing the target from communicating verbally, although other forms of communication, mm. such as sign language or writing, are still possible. So by all means, sit down and write me a letter. Or <laughs> use the totem phone. No. Oh, no. No, that's verbal. Oh, no. To be yeah. clear, the only thing I can do right now is, is not not communicate verbally. Aiden is not communicating verbally. No. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden is communicating physically. Okay. Um, In sign language. Got it. <laughs> Semaphore, you take a flag. <laughs> okay. But how Aiden awesome has, has a moment. Just does like a little head cock. I would like to spend three rage points. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me check and make sure what my dex... I'm sorry. I can only spend one. My bad. Okay. One rage point. Sure. And for my first action, the staff the staff lengthens. Okay. So there is just a... Think yeah no there's 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 the sound of like a, a of an impact and there's a crackle in the air very slightly yep as Aiden pulls a more or less ten inch section of wood from where do you usually keep it uh like probably like at at the belt yeah mm-hmm. that lengthens instantly almost into. You're in humming form, so about six feet yep. of solid wood. Yep. So that's your first action. That is my first action. Do you do if people spend rage going going successfully through and back around, or do I get my other no, action? No, all of them. At okay. The, this is on your initiative. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. I am then going to use this kaku. Uh, it is it's taking the uh, take away the land. Okay. That's a good one. So it's my dex is Kaku versus difficulty eight against Sal's dex athletics difficulty seven. Yep. So I'll need Sal to make a death at dex athletics roll at difficulty seven. You are um, rolling. Yeah. yeah and, um, lightning reflexes or smooth move supplies here. Uh, lightning reflexes probably would. I would think. Oh, I remember that, he, his, he, that was the original name of yeah, the tablet. That, that, that was my that was my deck specialization, and then we changed it to smooth moves because it that lightning reflexes. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, a specialty applies. Mm. Okay. So yes. Dex athletics seven. Dex Dex athletics seven for Jesus. you. I'm spending a willpower. Okay. Uh, can you spend? Rage and yes, willpower. you can't spend, you can't spend rage and gnosis on the same turn, but you can spend rage and willpower. Yeah. Correct. Oh, wow. Okay, so six plus. So good God! Yeah, it's doing yeah, that not... thing. It's doing that thing again. Where yeah, that that was that definitely thing? exploding. Oh, click! Yeah, yep. you have to. Don't uh, yep. click! Don't click the specialization button in the rolling menu because that's what causes the explosion. Just count the tens as two successes. Yeah, so I'll need you to so I'll need you to re-roll that one to see what we actually get. Sorry. Okay. So four. Oh, versus six. Versus six. Yeah. So four successes versus six successes. Yep. Okay. Right. So if you don't meet or exceed, what right. what is then, the effect of take away the miss. Then, then it's just yeah. a miss. All right. Yeah. So, so yeah. basically, describe away. Narratively, what happens is it comes out. He doesn't look angry. He just. Goes low and sweeps. Okay. He's trying to knock Sal off his feet. Right. Mm-hmm. Six. 
Sal looks angry before this happened. Sal looked angry when he did hush and is, right. is talking immediately. I, I know it's not my turn yet, but yes, his no, mouth is open it's and sounds close enough it's to close basically enough. be the yeah. same turn. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, Sal and then he comes up and he's just yeah. But, but you you have another thing that you're doing, right? No, that was two actions. Right. One okay. to, one to, one to, I I'm assuming lengthening the staff was an action. It doesn't say specifically, but I assume that. Yeah. And then I was sweeping the lips. So right. Sal, Sal, Sal jumps over, jumps over and back, and gives ground uh, mm-hmm. in in doing it, but still looks pissed. And as he's doing so, as soon as he casts hush, um, and we oh, talked about actually, this a little bit. Point of order. Yeah. Jeremy, were you activating the fetish or no? No, I was just like... No. You were otherwise, just using it otherwise, as standard... Okay. Otherwise, I, it would have been an extra die and minus one dip. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wasn't sure if no, you were I, activating or not. Sadly, okay. I could not. Okay. Sorry, Great. go ahead. So anyway... No, 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 totally fine. Oh, we talked about this just to the curtain a little bit. We, we talked about this a little bit just in terms of salad talking constantly, but since we're going into initiative... Correct. I, I'm, I'm going to break it up just... Yeah. Three, what it's like six seconds. It's how long is a turn? Eh, three, three to six. Seconds. Three. Uh, three. Okay. I was yeah. say I'll, three. I'll just, I think for one. Yeah. So Sal, Sal started insane. I had a home, boss. I had a family. I had a pack. I had friends. That's all gone. All right, Alex, your turn. Unless there's anything else Sal's wanting to do. I, I mean, Sal's Sal is Sal is not taking any actions other than. Okay. So just let Sounds me know good. when when I can continue talking. Sounds good. So it's Alex's turn now. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I will I, I will take the defense action. That's a mm, thing, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So you go defensive, and Alex, you're up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to turn Krynos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can do that. That's your brief form. So yep. Easy enough. No roll oh. required. Excellent. Okay, I'm large. I'm scary. Um, and Dakota looks like she's going to try and like protect Sal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dakota has not had a chance to react. Yeah, yet. yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you yeah. can make a wits and empathy difficulty eight to see if you can okay. read ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. to what That's Dakota's right. going to do. Eight. Uh-huh. Four successes. Okay, I think you... What What would you think she would get off that, Holly, for Dakota? Dakota looks like she's about to lunge forward. Okay. Like, she's looking at this whole situation very concerned. Okay. All right. Um... I'm going to step back. Sal, this needs to happen to Sal. Um, and um, I'm going to Actually, this is a question. I don't know if I even have my axe with me right now. I it didn't come up in the like 
discussion. Um, mm-hmm. I think she would have because we've established that like the stuff outside of our like base camp is dangerous. Um, and she likes to carry that axe around, so I think she has it. Has Aiden? Um, I mean, has Al- has Alex changed from when she uh, talked to Will? Like when you no. came back? Yeah, she I, didn't. She make sure that she had her axe when you guys went to talk to Will. Uh, I don't remember establishing it, but I'm just. Gonna I, say I, I was gonna say I feel I feel yeah. like it was. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think she talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm backing. I'm backing out of this, and I want to try and drag Dakota out of the way because I think she's going to get caught in the middle of it and she doesn't need to. Okay, so you're actively going to pull Dakota away from the the situation? Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to pull her away yet. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just defending right now. Um, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Okay, so you're kind of holding an action to see Um, if Dakota jumps in, or... Yeah, to see if Dakota jumps in. Can I make the statement that if it looks like a swing's coming toward her trying to block that, or not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, you can prepare a block for anything that would be incoming toward targeting Dakota specifically. Yep. Okay. Alright. Okay, sounds good. That brings us to Marco. All right. First thing she's doing is rolling to see if she knows what uh, Sal just did. Beyond just sort of, you know, Aiden stopping talking, she wants to know what Sal did okay. specifically. That would be intelligence and occult. Um, it, Craig, did you pull Hush? Is that a Ragabash gift or a Glasswalker's gift? It's a Ragabash gift. Ragabash yeah, gift? It's from the, it's from the Ragabash tribe. It's from the Ragabash Yeah, okay. Uh, since, right. Since it's not your auspice, I'm going to say it's intelligence and occult difficulty seven. And for that, would pigeon pattern apply? Because I've definitely experienced that before, mm, but. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you, that, it would make sense that she's probably seen that before. Yeah, there's no way she's missed this with Master of the Right. Yeah. Two successes. Two successes. Yeah. So you can you can identify, yeah, that's a Ragabash shut up game. <laughs> Alright. From there I'm pretty sure I have it that Monica is standing we we just came in, moved around. Yeah, she's probably standing somewhere between Aiden and Ingvar. That's where she would have naturally gravitated. She okay. is going to step sort of behind <laughs> to the side of Aiden, mm-hmm. and she's just going to be watching Sal, Dakota, Alex, etc. She probably is watching Umar. Um okay. She's gonna she's gonna be trying to get a read quickly on probably Sal primarily. All right, sounds good. And I just realized that we left somebody out of this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fair. Alright. Um, cool. <laughs> well, certain things happen. But everybody was focused on Sal at the moment. Uh, which brings us to, if, uh, if Monaco's just, uh, hanging out, that brings us to Ingvar. Okay, so. 
What's the limit on how much rage you can spend in a turn? <laughs> half your half your decks. Half half your decks, I should say. Yeah. Cool. So I can spend two rage in a turn. Um. So first, I need to make a roll. I am activating the Visage of Fenris, and I believe when I asked this of you, Jack, you said that Pure Breed does apply for using Visage of Fenris. It because what's the dice roll on that? Uh, charisma intimidation. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a charisma roll. Yep, that counts. <laughs> Okay. So you get bonuses. The find my charisma intimidation. Charisma. Intimidate. Diff six. But assuming this did not ask for. Assuming this is directed at Sal, does pure breed still apply to Glasswalkers? Oh yeah. Okay. Pure breed applies to any guru you encounter. Let me roll the extra five d ten that should have been there. Uh, so that's three more successes. Um, so this gift can affect guru of up to four ranks higher than her right now, and no one is of uh, like I don't think anyone is up even one rank higher than her. Right now. No, you're you're equal rank to everybody or above in the room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so despite the fact that there is a crinos in the room. Ingvar seems like the biggest figure in the room right now, as the get appears larger and more fearsome, commanding respect from peers and cowing their foes. Um, I, so I Mechanically, I get minus one difficulty to all social roles with anyone under the effects of this, and anyone in a fight with me, a look at the initiative tracker, uh, loses one from their initiative rating. So everyone else's initiative drops by one. Okay. If they're not an ally, which in this case is currently Sal. Alright. Um, and there's this cold winter breeze that almost seems to blow in, and you can almost hear the growl in the back of her throat that seems louder than even most werewolves can make as she sort of hunches, she sort of squares her shoulders and sort of stares in the direction of Sal, and you can see the rage of Fenris behind those eyes. And then I'm going to spend a rage so that I can step forward and it, and deliver a falling touch. I'm not giving this as an attack, it's just being a falling touch. Okay. Which is the Arun gift, correct? Yes. Okay. I need to roll willpower with a difficulty of my opponent's stamina and athletics. So, what's your stamina athletics rating, collective? Um, six total. Okay, so diff six. Yep, willpower diff six. That's enough. So, so uh, Ingvar just steps up to Sal and and puts a hand on his shoulder, and his legs give out from under him as he falls prone. Do I get to try to dodge the touch? I'm not delivering it as an attack, which is the whole well, point. Well, but I mean, you still have to touch I was going to say, you'll still have to make a touch, and he did uh, say that he was going to... So what I will say is... He's defensive. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... Do-do-do-do-do... Alright, so you are pulling your blow, uh, so go ahead and make... Like, I just need to make, like, brush a finger against it. Right. So, it's going, this is going to be an, 
Pose Dex Athletics, I believe. Let me look at the rules for Dodge again, just to make sure I'm giving yes. Sal his yes. proper... Uh... In fairness, a Crino screw brushing a finger still looks like they're going to kill. Oh, she's not in Crino. She's still in Hobbit. She's still in Hobbit. I would argue, you, you just did Visage of Fenris. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like it's you're intimidating. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, well, That's what my crime is. Why don't you have a little seat? You look like you're coming for my fucking throat. Fair. Alright, this is absolutely fair. So, according to Dodge, dodging a hand to hand strike is difficulty 5. So, Sal's going to be rolling Dex Athletics at difficulty 5. Wouldn't mind be Dex um, Brawl if you're treating it as a hand to hand strike? If we're treating it as a hand to hand strike, yes, it'll be Dex Brawl. Uh. Difficulty. That's better. Try and see what we're at here. Yeah, Dex Brawl, difficulty six. Okay. Um, For. For Ingvar. Because I am not trying to actually deliver attack and I'm just trying to make uh, like any amount of contact uh-huh. would my preternatural grace for my dexterity apply? Yes. So am I rolling or just Ingvar? Both of you are. This You're is an opposed roll. Yeah. And mine is mine is difficulty five. Yours is difficulty five, Ingvar's is difficulty six. And and um so you guys can spend willpower if you want. I will. Uh, I will as well. Okay. Uh, four for me. Four for Sal. Yeah. Uh, six. Seven, because of your willpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, Sal, yeah, you see Ingvar reaching out. A very palpable hit. Right, yep. <laughs> and you try and jerk back, but her reach, she's big, her arms are long, and... <laughs> Yeah, so a hand plants on your shoulder, and your legs just give out as you fall. Okay. Yeah, all right. So you are on your back on the floor. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So that would take our. And well, she's she's also going to speak. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would have to spend another rage to actually put a boot on his chest. Yeah. I'll spend the second rage to put a boot on his chest. Okay. As she. As she sort of glares down at him and just says, "Because I've only got so long to do to do this in this round, stay down, Salvatore Muraro, and listen well for once in your life." All right. Which brings us to Grania. Grania does what Grania does. Okay. Uh, and then Aiden is next. Uh, did Dakota go? Oh, whoops, Dakota, Dakota. I was gonna Every, say. I was everything, for sorry. This. Yeah. No. Everything's okay. everything's coming out of order because I've reordered the the tracker. Yep. And Deco- sorry, it's Dakota's turn. Okay. Uh, Sal's down on the floor. Yep. With a boot on his chest. Okay. Or, um. I don't know. Where would Ingvar put a boot? She's not trying to strangle him. She's trying okay. to keep him down. <laughs> Probably a bad idea. But um, Dakota will throw herself on Sal. She will. Try okay. to push the boot off of him. I feel like this is going to be a bad idea. <laughs> All right, that's going to be an opposed strength and athletics roll. Yeah. Difficulty six for both of you. Mm-hmm. 
does strength reserves apply here? I'm not really pushing myself for this, no. Not really, yeah, no. It's just standard. Mm-hmm. Three successes. Wow. Four successes. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's 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 the uh it's it's the first time Chris Evans tries to pull up uh, tries to lift right. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> There's the little but that's it. Okay. But, yeah, beyond that, she is just trying to cover him with her body like a human shield. Okay. Alright. I mean, it's kind of hard to do when there's a vertical right, thing right. in the way, so it's, are you are you covering above the boot or below the boot? Kind of like, I feel like she's, like, hugging around it. Okay. Alright. So, look, anyway. you know how, like, a, a four-year-old will sit on somebody's foot and grab their shin and be yeah, like... Yeah, sort of like around. that. It's a little bit like that, but sideways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as she does that, she's sh- she'll just yell, Stop, please! Granya does what Granya does, and it takes yeah. his turn. Alright. I have a question. Uh-huh. Because I've seen this rule different ways by different storytellers. Okay. If you activate persuasion, uh-huh. can you then say something and make a roll with that per- using the gift? On the, the same, same turn? turn? Yeah. Okay. I am activating persuasion. Okay. Um, so charisma subterfuge, difficulty seven. Uh-huh. Uh my gift index is getting a workout today. <laughs> oh, let me add my subbed. And you know what? What the hell? I have strength and purpose. I'll spend a little PowerPoint on this. Okay. Um, so that would be four. Okay. So it is minus one. Di- so for, minus one for difficulty for social roles, and right. any any successful social roles are are considered to have uncommonly strong effect. Right. The example they use is such as changing long-held political views or causing an addict to seriously That's- reconsider the course of his life. That's that's significantly <laughs> apt to the modern era. Okay. Uh, cool. And Aiden is going to say... You don't want to sell him dead sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. Exactly. <laughs> and Aiden is going to say... And I'm, I'm going to assume this is probably a leadership role. But uh-huh. everybody back off. All right. So go ahead and give me... For getting that across, that would be... I'm going to say charisma and leadership. Yeah. Uh, difficulty. Things are pretty tense right now. Normal difficulty would be eight, but you're lowering it by one, so you're dropping it down to seven. Okay. thought you were going to make me re-examine my commitment to QAnon. <laughs> Lambro, it's Listen. finally time. Aiden <laughs> knows that QAnon... Nah, um... <laughs> I mean, that's two. Two successes. All right. So, everybody, your alpha, with the force of Gaian-infused persuasion behind his words, 
has told everybody to back the fuck off with two successes. And uncommonly strong impact of words. Yep. That is so, that's all all I do. I'm not thinking further action. So consider your next actions accordingly. Uh Alex, you are up next then. Okay. I was already close to Dakota. <laughs> I'm gonna try and peel her off Ingmar's leg. Alright. And help her obey this command. Strength and athletics. Given the impact of Aiden's words, I'm going to put this at a difficulty six. Because it's not that big. She will try to resist this. Okay, you will also be making strength and athletics then. Given the impact of Aiden's words, you're rolling at difficulty eight. You said it was difficulty what for me? Six for Alex, eight for uh, Dakota. Um... Ties go to the defender. So you are locked with uh, Dakota. Okay. <laughs> not making progress, but... <laughs> if I'm not making progress, I'm going to back off then. I'm stepping okay. back. Step back then. All right. Uh, Sal, you've got a Dakota and a boot on your chest. Yeah, I, I'm not... I mean, one, Sal already was not acting aggressively or mm-hmm. advancing on anyone. Two, yep. definitely not going anywhere at the moment. Okay. Um, it just, I mean, just stays there, but is still staring at, um, at Aiden and continues what he's been saying with, I had nothing. I left, I got to Vegas, and if I had a fucking pack again, I had family, I had friends, I met my best friend Chansey, I had something again, I had a home. I would assume that's my time. That's about it, yep. Mordico. Mm. Oh. Uh. So we've still got folks on Sal not moving, mm-hmm. not backing off. Don't yep. Got anything she can do. I'm pretty sure she's stuck. Yeah. No. I mean, your strength goes up by one if you take Lupus one. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, as far as, like, what Jack, she can't Jack, did you double-check that on my sheet? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I have your sheet up. I yep. my forms paid? <laughs> <laughs> I That's just grab a fun. sheet whenever I have to yep. grab something. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Aiden just... Is it the storyteller or is it a hacker? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she does absolutely nothing. She just goes very still, I'm guessing. She might... She might want to look at Dakota and evaluate that, but I don't think she's doing anything at all, because she, she'd have to even run across the room, and Aiden just said everybody back off, so I don't mm-hmm. think she I mean, you've got eyeline on Dakota right now, but... Yeah, and she doesn't have anything that she could do to make Dakota mm-hmm. stop. Okay. So, nope. Her office already spoken. She did, nope, Mordica does nothing. Okay. Yeah, let's go very still. She's she's gone. Full tree. All right. <laughs> Ingvar. Okay, so first question for the storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say, this is a, a situational question, uh, the combination of her 
strongly conflicting emotions of rage and hurt, coupled with the whiplash of a uh, charisma command from her alpha to back off. Would you say that would be enough to trigger the, the level of uh, significant flustering to trigger fourth transformation? Oh, 100%. <laughs> so, uh, as, as Aiden gives that command... Uh, suddenly that boot on Sal's chest is much heavier. Yeah. <laughs> and she ships up into Glabro. This Sal. is not on me! Sal starts squeaking, it's fine. Um, but I think, because her, what she was about to do was just launch into her own tirade and just, like, like, angrily yelling over Sal, I think instead with that command... There's the the whiplash of um, her head just sort of like whips around to look at Aiden to just pay attention to him instead of what she was literally just about to do. Okay. Um, I don't know if her foot leaves his chest though. She was given a directive, yeah. so yeah. so the I think she'll take the foot off his chest and and plant it next to her other foot, but I don't think she's like explicitly like. Is she taking Dakota with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, if Dakota doesn't let go. <laughs> I really, I'm sorry, but I really hope she doesn't. Yeah. Just, just drag the, the I love this image. Not. Yep, it's great. It's a great visual. Okay. So, Ingvar, you pull your foot back and stand just to the side. So now, so now there's a pal <laughs> with a Dakota on the floor. And it's Dakota's turn. All she's doing right now is she's just going to stay on top of him. I'm going to have ma- have you make a willpower roll then mm-hmm. uh, at difficulty eight to countermand a persuasion order from your alpha. Where's... Uh, um, well, it's on the advantages page. Oh. And you just click the button that says willpower, the label there. This is why I hate this gift and barely ever have Aiden use it. <laughs> um, I should, I, the, the, the last thing that I would like to, dis- to to add description to for that last moment of anyone listening to what she was just saying, aside from the anger, it's very obvious that you can hear the hurt in her voice. Mm-hmm. And anyone actually looking at her can see that even though she looks like she's absolutely furious, there are 100% tears that are streaming down her face, sort of following the pattern of her warping. Hurt, hurt, but is it, is it clear? By Sal. 100%. Okay, okay. There it is. Okay, sorry. My sheet Like, the hurt, the hurt was there when she was yelling at you, not when, what? It, not when Aiden told her to back off. Yeah. What from do the, I put from the, the hush? mod on this? Yeah. Zero. Zero. Cool. Okay. And then do fate. Well, no, it was from what he was saying earlier. Okay. Yeah, about her. Yeah. yeah. Two successes. Two successes. Okay. So you manage to struggle through. The, you can feel. Like, you're in Hamid form. You can almost feel your tail starting to tuck. Despite the fact that you don't have one right now, kind of thing. <laughs> that lupus part of your brain is definitely. Feeling the impact. Uh, okay. We've had three rounds. One. Yep. I, I was going to say, since Ingvar, what, uh, the crying in particular, um, for Mordico's turn before, can she roll to see how she can pick up the nuances there of yeah. Ingvar in particular? Mm-hmm. Retroactive wits and empathy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, I would say with the tension of the situation, Wits and Empathy Difficulty 7, probably, at least. Like, Ingvar's not exactly hiding it, but there's also a lot of other shit going on. 7. Although I think if she turns her head back to Aiden, which is also where Moriko's standing, she's got a pretty clear view of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she, she wants to figure out if she can find out the nuances, because remember, she doesn't know their history or anything. I'm just seeing how much she can read into this from what upset Ingvar in particular. Legit. Also good at wolfing, bad at humaning. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but poor successes. Uh, so, board. Ingvar, what do you think uh, Moriko gets off poor successes? Uh, I think you've probably been seeing her get, before uh, before any of this broke off, you were seeing her getting significantly more tense, and maybe not visibly upset, but getting there the entire time that Sal was belittling what she had done, the importance of her weapon, and her status as a member of the pack being just a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're pretty certain that's just boiling over. So, so a specific hurt between those two in particular? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me roll something for Grania on Grania's turn. Okay. As the cabin blows up. <laughs> no. As she types on her computer and plays... Pulls know, out a remote, pushes a button, and jumps out the window. <laughs> I'm waiting for no, Star I, Trek. I, 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 I was just going to say, I totally wanted, like, like, some sort of, you know, Imperial March or something. Just Or maybe Jaws. Jaws theme. Call back to, to season one. <laughs> okay. Is it strategy? Uh, that, nice. that more than anything else would probably snap Sal out of it right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I mean, so it, at this point, all of you guys hear the engine of a jeep start. Okay. And it's Aiden's turn. All right. So Aiden is going to drop down to a to to not like a power like like ready to attack crap. Just sort of drop down into a into sort of a almost a soothing sort of sort of like I'm not being hostile crowd. Sit, sit on your haunches yeah. posture kind of yeah. thing. Hey, Sal, I will let you talk. Give me a moment. And look at Dakota and say it's okay. Please back off. It's another uh, charisma leadership role. Okay. Persuasion's still active, so uh Difficulty five at this point, since you're just doing basic talking kind of thing. Okay. And that's with the reduced difficulty. Yeah. Only one! Damn it! Guys, failed me this time. <laughs> Alright, we are back I mean, to Alex. Failure would be a problem. Right, but yeah. still. Okay. Um, she's going to growl at Dakota. Uh, he's not in fucking danger from Ingvar. Um, and is going to move around the, like, I don't know if we're, like, in a circle, basically to guard the door, because uh, there was a car sound. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is, particularly, and I'm worried that we're going to get attacked. Give so. me a perception alertness difficulty six. Make sure you're in the right form. Yep. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah. Never in the right spot of my sheet. Hang 
I will reiterate one of my favorite things about Ingvar is the sort of pseudo Hulk nature of Force transformation. Of <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been great. There is there is nothing quite like the emotional beat of losing enough control of yourself to grow a foot and several and like a Dip dozen six. pounds. Dipsits, Yes. Three. Uh, yeah. Well, you go over to guard the door and looking out, you see Grania's jeep's tail lights pulling out onto the road and headed out. Mm-hmm. She is driving away. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to do on Alex's turn? Uh, idiot. Um. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I want to try and shift back to... You know, I'm going to... Sh- How fast is Grania going? Oh, she's she's up to... She's she's pushing 15 miles an hour, getting off the gravel, and then looks that's, like she's... Right. Mm-hmm. That's not too fast. I want to try and shift to Lucas and go after her. Okay. Oh, she's the car. Yeah. <laughs> Dog's chasing cars again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and give, yeah, go ahead and make your stamina primal urge. Uh, yeah. You're in, I think it's diff six since you're crinos right now. Yeah. yeah. When you said that thing about dogs chasing cars, my dog was sleeping under the desk went. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Like, like ship. personally okay. offended by the generalization. <laughs> yep. And then uh, go ahead and make a dexterity and athletics to see if you can start to catch up at all. Dex and athletics. Before okay. it hits highway speeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one. You got one? All right, yeah. So you uh, you skid out on the gravel a little bit. Those those back legs are a little little weird to, to get in, in, in the gear. Yeah, um, also, they're kind of stiff because we've been running a bunch. Yeah, same day. <laughs> yeah, no, you've covered quite quite some miles today. So yeah, uh, you, you, you're going to need a lot more successes within a turn or two if you have any hope of catching up to a vehicle. All right. Yep. But we'll see what happens. So, um, you've got a Dakota you, on you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Holly, could you please describe uh, sort of how, from Sal's perspective, how Dakota looks? Like someone jumping on a grenade. Okay, but also like after after the like, whole thing with with Aiden and Ingvar sort of curled up. Am I am I understanding that correctly, or just like in total danger preservation mode? Not. I, there's a lot of emotion there. Like she's she's sad, Dakota, right now. Right. But she's also trying to protect Sal. She doesn't want anyone to hurt him. Right. Sal, Sal stops yelling and is still looking sort of over Dakota at Aiden, who's crouching down. Um, but he says quietly, Box Kai's is right, hey, Dakota. Nobody's trying to fuck me up. It's okay. I, and we'll sort of reach an arm around and kind of pat her on the shoulder and say, I, I, I appreciate the hugs, though. <laughs> 
All right, Mordico. Uh, Mordico is going to uh, yell. I guess not quite yell. It's the wrong word. She doesn't yell. Say pretty sharply over the totem phone. Ranya, get back here. And she's going to make sure she's saying that with some level of, I don't know, charisma? <laughs> <laughs> she's she's making it sound like that would be a very bad idea to continue just skedaddling off before her, uh, when she knows she's not supposed to. Okay. Um, I think how much, hold on, wait, get back here. How much does she have? About three seconds? Yeah. Everybody trying to pull rank on the ragavashes. What did she say? What do you think rank's there for? Right. Not ragavashes. <laughs> You'd be uh, surprised. Ragavashes don't think that's what it's for. Well, yeah. yeah. I think she. I think you're she, part I, of the nation, my boys. I think she says, um, "You're disobeying an order." And I think that's what she says. Okay. She's going to put as much force behind that as possible. Yeah, her Give character me... technically not. Yeah, technically no, because not. she's... she's yeah, know, no, yeah, no, uh, yeah, she's going off by herself. I'm making a joke. Yeah, yeah no, that's... Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me a charisma and leadership, then. Uh, <laughs> Div 6. Aiden Actually, said back off. They didn't say back off how far. I mean, Actually, yeah, fair, but again, he, he did say that no one yeah. was allowed to leave Alone, that's the order Mordecai's referring That is to, also true. Which is what, what she's going back Fair. to. She's not, she's not talking about now, she's talking about an earlier order, oh, which yes. she doesn't have a, she doesn't have enough time to explain it, which is what I was trying to say of like, how yeah. long does she have? She doesn't have the ability, I think, to say in the few seconds, even talking fast, and she doesn't talk fast. Um, you know, we're not supposed to go anywhere alone, you are doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she has time to say that. I, I will I will say all of you all are illustrating one of my favorite things about Final Show Films, which is we will 100% turn an initiative round into a social encounter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> Absolutely. Why would we not? Okay, so what am I rolling to? Uh, trying to th- I'm just going to go with a flat willpower. Diff- so your difficulty is Grania's willpower, which is four, uh, charisma and leadership. Okay. And it's, it's charisma specifically? Yeah. Not manipulation. This you are going with force on this one, so it's going to be charisma. Yeah, you're okay. going with force of authority on this one. So yeah, okay. uh, that's yeah, leadership. Yeah. That's it. That's gonna not go well. Let's see, charisma and leadership, which she has none in at the moment. That's not happened yet. On the job training. And you said four, right? Yep. Charisma. Two successes. Okay. Which is, by the way, the only two dice she had. <laughs> yep, sure is. <laughs> but when things are good for, it 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 works. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Ingmar. Uh, she had a whole thing she was going to do, but Aiden just completely cut her off. So, um, she stands there. Okay. She's still not okay. He right. feels, very clear for the record, he feels really bad about that because he knows a lot of what, of uh, 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 probably what's in Ingvar's head right now and reaction, and he hates that he had to cut that off. 
uh, brings us to Dakota. Dakota will just hug Sal back and roll off of him. Okay. And she's just going to stay next to him. All right. At this point, I think we can take it out yes. of initiative. So, Aiden will say, You have a lot you want to get off your chest right now, Sal, and I appreciate that. I'll be more than happy to talk that stuff over with you very, very soon. Not this exact instant, because this exact instant, Ingvar has the floor. But that does not deny the legitimacy of anything we're about to say. I, as a player, did not want to interrupt you, but as soon as Aiden yeah. said, off your chest, Sal doesn't say anything, but he points at Ingvar. And then is pointing, still pointing at Ingvar when you say that, and just sort of awkwardly lowers the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. Amazing. All right, Ingvar, you've been given the floor. So, there's this, like, gritting of teeth as she, like, forces herself to, like, slow down in what she was about to try and say. And she just... You speak of teaching, and yet you learn nothing. You speak of respect, but give none of your own. You mock the achievements of others and refuse to acknowledge your own failings. And she sort of indicates to her belt where the sheath for her fang dagger still is. I willingly relinquished a weapon that I have held since my first change, that has been at my side since childhood, and which was passed down to me by my father, a better man than you could ever hope to be. And you insult that sacrifice by comparing it to your own stumbling mistakes. I am trying constantly to be more than the instrument of violence I was trained to be. While you are content to be the same Himskarotika, I learn more each day, and my respect for those around me grows with each moment. I will not let you continue to mock and belittle the achievements of our pack while you excuse yourself from judgment. I would beat you senseless here and now, Salvatore, save that I know you would learn nothing from it, and you would only take it as proof of your being right. And unless Aiden stops her, I think she's about to storm out the door. He's not. Yeah, and I think she slams the door so hard and she's not paying attention and is in Glabro. I think the door pops a hinge as she slams it open. Probably. Aiden sort of sighs and says, Alright, who wants a drink? I, I, I didn't hear that. Did you say it again? Alright, who wants a drink? Yeah. 
Guarantee you do. That's the first port of first call, right? Fuck. I thought as a ragged back you'd recognize the joke. But. You know what, boss? I'm not in a joking mood right now. And that's totally fair. Thanks. I appreciate the permission. Everything you were in the process of saying, and I understand what you were saying, and I will, I will be more than happy to continue that conversation with you, is entirely valid. Oh, sure. You know, everything I was about to say, well, you let me know when I can get scheduled in for a little powwow. I did not say I know what you're about to say. I heard what you said. And it is all valid. Before this gets too much further, is there any evidence that Grania has come back? Or nope. that Alex has? Uh, so, no. Alex is out the door. Ingvar's out the door. Grania is a little ways down the road. And nobody has eyes on her yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mordeco's going to be leaving right in the middle while Aiden has started talking to Sal. Yep. She's she's following Alex, uh, where Alex ran to, where Grania ran to. Probably trying to, get, yep, probably trying to get eyes on Alex if Alex has not actually gotten out of sight yet. And yeah. she'd, be, she'd be using... I think we're still in the same... No, she changed locations. No, she doesn't have her heightened senses, and I don't think she can spend another one on it. Activate it. No, she's going to definitely just try to see if she can spot Alex. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me, uh, are you in lupus, go into lupus form? Oh, we're in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah, technically. Yeah, no, she's going to shift immediately and try to find Alice. Go ahead and give me a perception alertness difficulty six, then. Perception. Do you want me to make another running after roll? Uh, yeah, dexterity athletics difficulty six as well. Okay, is it six, yes? Right, it's six. Six. Mm. Okay, and would pigeon pattern apply just because she's looking for the yeah. Alex? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I'd like to spend a little power on this. You may. Three successes. Three successes. Okay. Four. Four successes. All right. Uh, so you are making your way down the road, and you can see a pair of headlights in the distance, Alex. Okay. A little ways. Um. And Monaco, you can you can definitely hear and smell. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex is headed down the road. You assume after Grania. After Grania? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. She might just stop right there and see what happens then. Okay. Because yeah, it, let me know if Grania does not stop the car. Mm-hmm. That's the important yep. thing. If okay. Grania doesn't stop, things will change. Yeah. No, Gra- Grania has pulled over to the side a little okay. ways down the road, yeah. And stopped? Okay, yeah, yeah. then mm-hmm. Mordeco does nothing further. She just stands there, and so okay. she's going to be somewhere sort of near the house where she might still be able to hear loud voices at the very least, but okay. she's got she's got eyes on Alex. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Back inside. All right. Um, how's Dakota? Dakota is looking, like, all around, like, where people just exited. 
And, like, she's very much trying to prioritize who to help and where to go. She's not looking too good right now. Is she's she... Looking like she's Sorry, about to ahead. have a freak out. All right. Okay. Can I can I try to lock eye without Dakota seeing it? Can I try to lock eyes with Aiden? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, like, he's looking right at 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 Sal. Sal has his undivided attention. Yeah, so Sal kind of like grabs his eyes and kind of like will cock his eyes towards Dakota, and then go, Dakota, uh, what do you say? Boss is gonna get a drink. You know how to make cocktails? Dakota, can you go check on Alex for me? Yeah, yes. Thank you. It's gonna be good. Hey, kid. Thanks. Yeah. Later. We will talk. We always talk. She'll sigh and she will run out the door. Does she trip over morning though? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I don't think anybody who's left the door is just like, and we stand immediately on the other side of the threshold of oh, moving. Mordico has only gotten as far as she needed to see Alex, so she you would have you would have had yeah. to go like a little ways out the driveway yep. to see yep. Alex. So yeah, think, yeah. Uh, any anyone looking to see where Ingvar went probably misses her because I think she just went out the door and like straight around the side of the house to just okay. get there. Yep. Fair enough. Then there's a there's a there's a porch that wraps all the way around, right? Not all the way. Okay. But back, but back some porch. of porch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's a separate back porch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um. So Alex, you see that Grania has stopped, and is apparently just camped out on the side of the road for a sec. Mm-hmm. Stand in front of her and just start growling it. Indicate back. <laughs> Son's not here, and I think Alex is not in like verbal mode. Uh, it's more like I am going to turn into Krynos if I'm trying to talk to someone, and I can't do that right <laughs> now. Because someone might come, so I'm going to stand here and yell at you silently. <laughs> he doesn't say anything over the tubbing phone, though. No. Okay. Yeah, so Marty Okay. Again. If you're standing there growling, eventually the lights flick to high beams, and back to rank low beams, <laughs> then back to high beams, and then back to low beams. But the car is just idling there. Okay. That's all you're getting. Cool. I'm gonna keep standing there. <laughs> okay. Your grocery bag. Too. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Back inside. Alright. Sorry, where were we in the middle beyond? Right now is the first moment that Aiden and Sal are actually alone in a room. Right. Mm-hmm. Where were we just before the, um, uh, in the conversation just before, uh, uh, checking on Dakota? You, you had ceded the floor to Ingvar and then Ingvar went out. Right. Thank you said that things out. No, the conversation continued a short bit after that. Yeah, who wants a drink? And then 
Um, yeah, I'm so not in a joking say, mood. I'm not, not in a joking mood. mood. Uh, you say you know what I said, you know, what I was going to say. Oh, let me know yes, when yes, I can okay. say it. And then he said, I don't, I didn't say I knew what you were going to say. I said that I heard okay. what you had said. Cool. I, I wasn't sure if it, I, brain stuff. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so. I gotta, I'm gonna, let me just say, first of all, I apologize for never having addressed this stuff with you. Because we've all got shit that we're we're dealing with right now. In regards to us having come from different places, dealt with different stuff, stuff that we are burying for the fact that we are all very different people who are all part of a family now. Sal makes like a uh, sound and kind of opens his mouth and then just closes it as, as Aiden is talking. All that said, and you have a lot that you deserve to be able to say that I am beyond happy to listen to. That particular moment, I had to stop you to prevent, and just sort of gestures with his head to the rest of the room, that from happening. We are all under extremely high stress right now. Yeah, you know, I kind of picked up on that. Denver kind of of fucking sucks. Denver... Denver is a beautiful city and a wonderful place. And if I never, if I had had the opportunity otherwise, I never would have left it. Although I'm glad I did because I met all of you. That said, Jesus Christ. All of that said, the reason that you're viewing it poorly is because you're viewing it through my lens, and I apologize for that. I'm not saying that the city doesn't have its problems beyond me. I'm not saying that I am the Antichrist of Denver. But all of the hostility towards us, all of that kind of stuff, is because of me, and I'm sorry for that. All of the stuff that you were in the process of saying, and again, I'm sorry I cut you off from it, is stuff that you should have said, but also that I should have asked you a while ago. Because that stuff that precedes Denver, that stuff that precedes Vegas. And I want to know that kind of stuff. By that same token, I think that there's a greater failing on my part, which is that I have failed to allow... put us in a position where we don't understand each other 
in really important ways. Like, you not understanding how important what Ingvar did was to Ingvar. And at that moment, not to say that your feelings meant less, and not to say that I was concerned this was going to turn into blood, but Ingvar's feelings were stronger and just needed to be dealt with in that particular moment. That is why everything I did happened in the last few minutes. Does that make sense? First off, Tibbs on Antichrist the Denver is a bad name. That's mine now. Look, boss. You gotta make calls and you make them. So you're right. You got shit you gotta talk about. And I get where you're coming from now. Fuck, I guess I gotta talk to fucking Zena about the whole... Oh, yes, you do. And you don't get to call her Zena at that particular point. You have to use her real name. I don't fucking need to show her the respect of that. I don't even think I can spell it, boss. You don't have to spell it. You just have to say it. Ing. Var. Yeah, I know what it is. Look, I wouldn't have said anything about the knife if I wasn't trying to win an argument about something else. You fucking know that. I know that. And I don't think... That's not entirely your fault. For lack of a better way to put it, I told you not to make the Shadow Lord beta. Oh no. Ingvar and Monaco being my base is the most confident decision I've made so far. I'm not arguing on Ingvar. Do you know why I think this? I don't gotta know why you think that. No, but you wanna know. Don't tell me you don't. The reason for this Ingvar will do things and, and, and say things that I'm not I'm either too close to myself or too close to a situation to see. Ingvar is also incredibly capable when it comes to combat, but Ingvar is also in each of you I see somebody who has the potential to become an absolute fucking legend in this match. Ingvar has a lot of the components necessary and just needs to be pushed a little bit. He still has a lot of those other components that he needs to work on. He just needs to be pushed a little bit further. Pushed and other people, though. No, pushed within herself. It's not in me. Whoever needs to be pushed at. It's going to be at me, too. I have to accept that. 
Mariko has a lot of the same and also needs to be pushed, but she also brings a perspective that all of us don't. She doesn't like jokes, I can tell you that much. No, she doesn't. And she can learn from that. She can learn from being part of our pack. But she has what is needed to lead the city, her tribe, the fucking nation. And she absolutely has what she needs to lead all of us if it ever came to that. Yeah, she's abrasive. Yes, she doesn't know how to human yet. I don't fucking care about that. He's a shadow. Do you know my alpha was a shadow lord? My previous alpha? You mentioned it. Don't sell that tribe short. Yes, they are snakes and they are dangerous. And they are some of the strongest parts of the Gru Nation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of pull. You know, a bunch of, a couple lords are part of the reason I had to leave New York. No, I'm not saying that they are the strongest part of the nation in terms of their influence. They are the strongest part, one of the strongest parts of the Gru Nation in terms of what they bring to it and their strength. And if you can, if you can, and I don't think, I don't think Morocco is going this way, but in terms of the danger aspect of it, but if you can pull a Shadow Lord from being so obsessed with the idea of power that they become they devote the loyalty that they have to Thunder to their pack and to the nation, you have something that nobody can stop. I've seen that. You have never sounded more like a child of Gaia than you do right now, and I do not mean that as a compliment with all due respect. I'm taking it as such anyway. Jesus Christ. I know you don't understand, and I am okay with that. What I need you to do, you don't have to understand, and you don't have to even necessarily agree. What I need you to do, and this is not even about Morlico, this is about me and Ingvar and the rest of the pack, is that you need to respect her position. What about your respect? What about mine? For all of us. You fucking picked up. You talk about communication. You talk about everything else. I did the best fucking thing that I've done in years in Vegas. We all did. Together. We saved the city. The next morning we wake up and we're fucking gone. You didn't talk to any of us. You didn't have respect to tell us what was going on. You didn't tell us anything. You just wake up and everything that we fucking built and put together is like you put it on your on your back and walked off with it. 
Do you think I wasn't coming back? Or wasn't intending to come back? We didn't fucking know! I just spent weeks watching you try to throw yourself in in front of every fucking ghost or bane or whatever was trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. We didn't fucking know. Because you, not so, so in favor of communication, didn't fucking tell us. I'm not saying it as a defense. I'm not saying, did you think I wasn't coming back? That was simply an honest question. Because I'm not going to disagree. There were ways I went about it that I fucked up on. Yeah, the whole fucking thing. All you had to do, all you had to say, after everything you'd been through with all of us, all you had to say is, look, I got some shit to take care of back home. And you know we would have been there with you. And if you'd said, look, this is something I got to take care of by myself, we would have listened to you. We would have fucking ignored you, but we would have listened to you. There's the problem. Well, some of them would listen. Not the... Still. Yeah, but what did... I talk about learning lessons. What did you learn? I handled it wrong. You can keep yelling at me about it, but yes, I handled it wrong. That's not the lesson I mean, boss. What did, when I say what did you learn, I mean you gotta learn that we got your back. I understand that. You gotta learn we're not gonna go anywhere. I absolutely understand that. I already knew that. If I thought you were going to go anywhere, I would have Told you. You're paying for the fucking ticket I got on the way up here. I mean, you're the one renting out fucking top, top shelf penthouses, so. Yeah, he's the principal of the thing, And he will, anyway. if, if you will let him, he will, like, reach yeah. out and try to swat you in the chest. He's fine with that. It's, it's not hard at all. I understand all of that. The lesson I learned... Sorry, I gotta finish eating, swallowing the tater top. Because that I made a poor decision. Um, <laughs> Another lesson to learn. <laughs> the lesson I learned in that particular moment... How do you even put it? I already knew this part of it, so it's not an adequate way to explain it, but I'm not... I know I'm not a solo, a a, a lone wolf, so to speak, and I need to stop acting on it. I already knew I was, but I was still acting like it. Because habits, I'm sure you can understand bad habits, Sal. Yeah, I've seen plenty of them in other people, just to be clear. So, Paragon of Virtue over here. Sure, let's go with that. 
For your storyteller's benefit. Yes. How sincere is that statement from Sal? About uh, uh, about claiming he's a paragon of virtue? Really that whole thing of how, how justified is Sal feeling in his own correctness currently on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, this, this whole conversation, correctness with regard to what, I guess? In his conduct. How, 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 how justified and righteous does Sal feel about his choices over the last 24 hours? And specifically in the last, say, two hours. Sal has very specifically in this conversation been responding in ways that keeps the focus on, um, uh-huh. On, on, on Aiden's conduct. That is not uh-huh. an answer to this question at all. I am they, asking well, you. Well, no, that, that, that's, that's my point. That is your answer to the question, because Sal is not, um, if, if you're asking what Sal is, is thinking, mm-hmm. Sal is doing everything he can to avoid specifically addressing how he feels about his own actions. Right. But what I'm asking you is, how does Sal feel about his own actions? Not what is he doing right now. I, I, I legitimately don't think Sal has allowed himself to consider them yet. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I, I mean, I mean, he is, yeah. he is, he, he is, you know, avoidance with a capital A. Sure. Anything that makes him feel guilty. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, All right. Just so I need I need to know that for things going forward as the storytelling. But okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what, like, what? What? I mean, I can. I like I said. I, I. I would tell you legitimately, but I think his whole goal right now is not to have that conversation and discussion with himself. Oh, sure. he doesn't have to. He's gonna have probably. Have but that you have a totem who's going to have that conversation. with yeah, that's, 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 that's that fair. is the charisma and athletics <laughs> running away from your feelings rule. Um, <laughs> He's let, okay. Aiden's Good letting enough. his motherfucking betas deal with that part. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. So there are three bedrooms here. Mordico, you are sleeping on the porch, correct? Or I yeah, I haven't I haven't said it out loud yet. But okay, yes. go ahead. We'll start with you then. You are sleeping. Oh no. <laughs> I, I would be, Mordica would be waiting for people to direct her where okay. she's sleeping, because that's not something she's in charge of. So she would be waiting for Aiden to say who's going where, and then she will offer if necessary. Okay. So you've got three bedrooms. Who's bunking up where? I, um, regardless of where Ingvar's, like, assigned bunk is, I think tonight she's specifically sleeping outside, like, just, like, out at the side of the lawn, because it reminds her a little bit of her trials at home. Okay. Does Aiden do any directives or anything like that, or talk to the group? In terms about... of group sleeping arrangements, uh, if Ingvar is clearly going outside, um, yeah, he'll, he'll actually actually direct Morocco to sleep outside. Okay, yeah, know. yep, she would. That's easy then. Dakota, and then everybody else, he, he he's not particular. Dakota would bunk with either uh, Alex or Sal. I was, yeah. I I think I think probably Sal has probably already put his clothes into one of the bedrooms, the bedroom with the nicest view. Um, so I think I think at least Sal is there room for three of us. I don't know if Alex would want to share a room. No, probably not. <laughs> All right, 
I mean, I feel like, I, and I feel like <laughs> Dakota's like pulling her in. It's like a sleepover. It's like a sleepover. Come on. I'm good. I think of the rooms, Alex and Ingvar would have been the most likely to have a room assigned together. That probably makes sense. That, that tracks, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because that means there's going to be re- well, Grania probably pay- would take the take the third room because Aiden is sleeping on uh in a chair in the front room. Okay. It's just how he's used to sleeping. Yeah. No worries. All right. So the breakdown is currently Alex and Ingvar in one room. Ingvar currently sleeping outside. By choice. Yeah. Uh, Grania has a room that probably has a spot in it for Mordico, but if Mordico's directed to sleep outside, Grania will just sleep there. And so that would be Dakota and Sal in the third. Yeah. Okay. I think, I, yeah, I think that makes sense. They're, yep. They got a whole sibling thing going on. Alright. Mordico, at, uh, at least from Sal's view. I mean, oh no, Dakota's too. <laughs> yeah. Mordico, you're setting up on the porch then? Yep. Okay. And I got my cardboard palace all set up. I'm pretty sure at this point she probably, let's see, what would she grab? Probably branches. She's made a very weird lean-to on the, on the side of the porch. Okay. With, with some branches, and she's made it her cardboard palace. Sounds good. Easy and enough. And then once she's inside it, she's gonna do her her thing. She definitely has a map, because she's, okay. a, cur- she's a courier, so she definitely mm-hmm. has at least that in her pocket. She's gonna take that out and use her her little dowsing necklace. Okay. I need to look up that gift again. Whom are you looking for? Um, Isabel. Isabel uh, Brandt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she does right. have Isabel's full name at this point. So yes, she, she does. does that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, needs that standard roll. Cool. What's that? Um, what's the name of the gift again? Right of Questing Stone. Right of the Questing Stone. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Sorry, it's yes. a right. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. She can find her. Yep. What am I... What standard roll <laughs> Uh, is it a mystic rite? It's a mystic rite, yes. Okay, so the standard role for mystic rites is Wits and Rituals, difficulty 7. Wits and Rituals, you said? I feel like that's wrong. No, it's correct. Three successes. This wasn't counted. Yeah, this wouldn't count as her specialty. That's not You're muted, Jack. <clears throat> what is her wit's specialty? Uh, spirit vibe, Jack. This is yeah, no, not really. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you are able to determine that Isabel Brandt is located to the southeast. You would assume somewhere in the Denver area. Seemingly motionless. Nothing un- nothing particularly unusual or unexpected there. Mm-hmm. Are you looking for anybody else tonight? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Is she looking for anybody else tonight? Because there's that... Was- there's that person whose name you know who's a Black Spiral dancer oh, yeah, that no. you had mentioned. Yeah, no. And this doesn't cost her anything to use. No. Yeah, I know. Just she'd, time. She'd get, no, she'd check in. Okay. Give another been, role for the secondary. For she's, the second. she's probably been checking in on this guy mm-hmm. regularly. 
fairly fairly particularly. Yep. Mm-hmm. One success on this one. One success. He seems to be southwest of your current position, moving in a northwesterly direction as you watch the stones flux. There is a slight shift. Hold on, I'm going to need you to slow down. Uh, okay. Flux, he was where? So he's southwest of where you mm-hmm. guys are currently. Mm-hmm. Seems to be moving northwest. Oh my god. If it's will, it's going to break Sal's heart. No. It is not Will. Mordico <laughs> knows what this guy looks like. Don't tell me that. No, no, no. Because you, you know that Mordico knows what this guy looks like. Okay. She 100% not only recognized this guy, told Aiden that she recognized this guy. She's yeah. got his name. He's, she literally has his social security number. She knows it's not Will. Unless. <laughs> unless. Unless he's got a particular set of skills. <laughs> But he is southwest of your current position, uh-huh. moving northwest. You would estimate uh, either he is either on foot within five miles, or he's further away, but in a vehicle, based on the sort of speed that that the movement is happening. He's either moving slow but close, or much quicker but further away. Because you know, five miles is where we are. If what he's on, if he if he's on foot, he's probably within five miles. If he's in a vehicle, he's probably much further away. Because you have to track the motion of the stones themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at the speed it's moving, either he's very close and blocking, or mm. he's very far away and driving. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. unfortunately, it doesn't give you no distance. It doesn't, it doesn't Just... give any specifics in mm-hmm. many ways. It's, it's one right. of those powers. It's kind of like it gives her a vague idea that yep. he's much is this ba- closer basic or further enough. away than she's right. used to seeing him be. Is the important thing. Um. It. You can't gauge distance, just direction on this, mm-hmm. so you can't, you, you literally cannot tell. So she can't tell if this is where he ordinarily is in terms of the location on the map? Uh, as you, you would say that this is probably a place that you may have given your sort of mental picture of where you're at, versus if you were in Denver tracking him. It, there's some overlap there. The Venn diagram Kind of hits, but he's not—he's not way outside his usual range. Not, really, not, what, she's, what she's looking for. Not exceptionally far outside his usual range. As okay. best you can tell now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess she does have to dangle this over like and map. She can't. Yep. Mm-hmm. She can't just do it with a piece of paper. Is what. Yep. It it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. But yeah, that's what you're able to determine with uh, those two actions of the right. Mm-hmm. People fall asleep. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say, yeah. I feel like there's an extended scene with Sal going through his bedtime regimen uh-huh. thing, and in the background, does Dakota just like turn around three times and fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, Mordeco sleeps in lupus form. Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you have that. Okay, good. She- oh, that was in beast form. Oh no, I was supposed to put Hamid. Would that have would that have altered my rules anyway? D- does your wits change? No, no. no. no then, yeah, yeah, no, it didn't matter. Been, yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't matter. I did mean to have it though. She wasn't on when she did that. But right. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's back in lupus form. Okay. okay, so she shifts back to lupus. Goes yeah, to sleep. Just, All right. Okay. Y'all have a comparatively restful night. Everybody regains one willpower for a night's rest, if you spent any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you awaken the next morning. There's a hint of rain on the air, but nothing's falling yet. Clouds are a little bit low. Kind of one of those cooler, fresher breezes that's got a little bit of moisture carried along with it. Rage back for folks? Um, that's evening. That's, in, that's evening when you first see the moon. We already covered that a couple times, uh, like okay. an episode or two ago, I think. So, what is everyone's plans for the morning on this day? Eight is up first thing, and he's made coffee for me. Okay. When it goes for, first, oh, go for once, Aiden beats Dakota out of the bedroom to the top. Uh-huh. Wow. No, you like that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Marco. Marco's going Marco's gonna do another attempt at, at meditating to get another gnosis back. Since you're trying it uh in Again. the same week it goes yep. up difficulty goes up by one. So it's right. difficulty nine now. Okay, so it's wait. Was, what? What was I doing? Eight Wits, Wits and Enigmas nine. Mm-hmm. nine. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. gonna try one more time. Nice. Two successes. Two nice. successes. So you center yourself for two hours. You just take... Oh, I, I only need one. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, for what, you take another hour. Center mm-hmm. yourself. Get in touch with your spiritual side. Focus. Feel the energy of Gaia as it stands in this much more rural place than you've spent time very recently. And you've regained a gnosis. All right. After that, she'll wander into the uh, the living room. Oh, wait, no. Ingvar's outside. Ingvar's outside, yep. She's mm-hmm. going to go check on Ingvar. Okay. I think um, Ingvar definitely is up by this point and hasn't gone inside yet, but she is very much just sort of, how high is the fence around this place? Oh, there's no fence. Okay. Um, I think she's just sort of, Sitting in the in the in in the open, and just sort of letting the wind sort of brush aside her hair, and just sort of closing her eyes and breathing. Mm-hmm. So she looks like she's almost meditating. Almost. Yeah, Mordecai will probably just. I don't think she interrupts. Um. But Ingvar is still, like, on the property. She hasn't moved outside of any sort of no. range. Like, if, if somebody shouted from the living room, she'd be, they would, she would hear them? Probably, yes. Okay, yeah, then Mordecai will go inside um, and shift to Hamid form. Okay. Or, For Alex? Or try. <laughs> try. Yeah, go ahead. Make your rolls. See how she do. Oh, she's fine. She's fine. She just, she just jumps right in immediately. I'll go outside. Okay. You want to go for a run? I miss doing that. You know what? Sure. She says she stands up. Okay. Let's go. You want to race? Or just run? I think just a run for now. Cool. I'm going on a run with you are. <laughs> what form are you guys taking? Um, I'll just start... I. She's in Hamid by this point. Um, I'll just start off in that and see what Ingvar does. I think Ingvar's just going to go for a run in Hamid. I don't think she's going to, like, head to Lucas or anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, stamina and Athletics, difficulty six for both of you, then. 
Meanwhile, coffee is served. Yep. The before they leave the room, uh, Dakota's gonna check up on how Sal's doing. Uh, fast asleep. <laughs> she, she's shaking him like more aggressively now. Okay, Sal, Sal. What? Yeah. It's morning. Color. What? What time is it? Morning. Is anyone dead? Not to my knowledge. All right, then I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Sal, ugh, fine. She, she'll step out and get coffee hey, and food for him. Take the color. But as she's leaving, he's still sort of face down in the bed. He goes, hey, technically. Yeah? Are you all right? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I just... You, you don't got to jump in the middle, you know? I'm, I'm going to be I do. Okay. I, I absolutely do. I thought you were going to get hurt. Is this your way of trying to get me not to do stuff like that? Mm-hmm. If that's what works. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Summer, Aiden doesn't even understand why. He's just like, yes! <laughs> Somewhere out there, Aiden smiles in this coffee for no reason. Honestly, oh. I would have jumped on anyone if I thought they were going to get harmed. I... But you definitely needed it, and I'm not going to let any harm come to you, even if you're doing really stupid things, like you were. But I get... Sorry, Sujin. I get that you're kind of going through some stuff right now, and I think that's something that we may need to work through. I'm doing fine, but I think everybody else in here can be a out. Yep. But I just... Thanks, all right? But I, I'm all right. You look after yourself too, okay? I do. Okay. I'm going to get you food now. I'll be down. Let me sleep. Nope. Uh, She'll say as she goes down. (laughs) You are followed out out the door by just incoherent. (laughs) Fantastic. So breakfast is gotten, had, etc. Once she gets down, once she gets down to, gets out to the main room, uh, Aiden's just morning. Morning. I think I learned how to stop Sal from doing stupid things. That's why I suddenly felt happy. <laughs> In all seriousness, thank you. You're welcome. Don't Morning ever ask. Want to go ask how? Oh, by like throwing myself on top of him. Like, Noted. By putting yep. myself in harm's way, it will stop yep. him from doing other things. That makes sense. That makes sense. Speaking of salt, I I need a large cup of coffee. Yep, coming up. Possibly a glass of water. Maybe a prairie oyster. <laughs> Aiden briefly considers, but does not put salt in the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. The water is for pouring on him to wake him up and then shoving coffee in his hands. 
A jog is had. Alex, you are having a fucking time keeping up with Ingvar. I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Alex still sore. If you need to shift somewhere where it's out of sight, feel free. Uh, no! Fine! <laughs> Can't get seen again! <laughs> Ingvar, Ingvar is just sort of acclimating herself to the higher elevation and taking in the the chill that is not as cold as her home, but sort of reminds her of home mm-hmm. compared to the heat of Vegas. Yep. No, and, and the altitude is definitely the biggest struggle. Like, Ingvar, you're managing to Keep going, but even you are feeling the strain. Your 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 lungs burn, and you are breathing weirdly hard. It's very interesting to find yourself so heavily winded by what for you is otherwise very normal levels of exertion. Yeah, and she's sort of taking the time to. She, that's why she's not doing a race. She's just jogging mm-hmm. to acclimate herself. Right. To yeah, elevation. and like. Yeah, because your your muscle you're not getting like that muscle fatigue. Usually, when you're respiring this hard from exercise, your muscles are also tired. Right now, it's just I don't have air. It's weird. <laughs> but uh, you guys eventually wrap up your jog and come back, what and you can smell coffee and just such like coming from inside. Worth sells an idiot. <laughs> It's all right. I... Tell him if it's not. He needs to hear it. I need to learn to accept that most everyone will just see me as the Aru. Bullshit! Tell him! People need to, like... Oh... (laughs) Thank you for your confidence, Alex. Well, good talk. Just gonna catch my breath. Here, sit on the porch. It'll help. I'll bring you a coffee. Thanks. And Ingmar will step in and grab a coffee for herself and for and for Alex. All right. So, what plans do you guys have for today? I know that play, there had been player talk of learning some gifts in the Umbra. Anything Jesus, else? That's right. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot anything. It was only like it. six episodes ago. It's fine. <laughs> I I assume I still have not heard anything back from Will from my text from the prior evening. Nah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, everybody. We're planning for today. Providing the in-character voice for the out-of-character question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Ingvar looks up from her coffee. We've scouted out the region on the material side. Do you think it's worth taking a look at the umbra? 
I am less confident. No. And the reason why is because we had enough problems with the, uh, we know that place is, we, we, we know the area is at the very least heavily patrolled by worm agents. And we know there are banes there. Well, yes, for the, uh, in, in regards to the actual facility, yes, but we've right. not familiarized ourselves with this region as a whole. You're not wrong. Okay, no, that's absolutely fair. We don't know what spirits are here that might be able to provide us extra insights, for instance. Or simply just get the lay of the land. No, that's actually a good idea. Anybody else have thoughts? Because I'm definitely leaning that way. That one? Mm-hmm. Back. How much has Mordico actually talked to the spirits around here, in general? A, a bit. A bit. Because this, yeah. is, this mm-hmm. is pretty far outside her usual range, right? We're not exactly in our hunting grounds. Not directly, no. Um, okay. You, you know spirits much better on... Well, not... Um, you know spirits better on the other side of yeah, the mountain, right. which is yeah. where your mother's territory is. Yeah, uh, I was like, yeah she's is, outside of her running range. But... Yeah. But as the Umbra goes, things tend to spread out a lot more. It's a lot more abstract there. Yeah, yeah she... Okay, mm-hmm. that's it, okay. Yeah, Monica will say, I agree. I don't know these ones here. Okay, yeah. Then we definitely need to get the lay of the land because should things... I mean, A, because it's just good and it's the respectful thing to do to, for the spirit. And B, should things get ugly and we need to jump to the other side... We need to know what we're getting in. So are we starting from here, or are we going to go out and jump in somewhere else? I would absolutely like to know what kind of spirits are wandering around where we sleep at night, yes. Sounds good to me. Do you want to do that now? Nobody else seems to have anything pressing at the moment, so yes. All right. I will take us across. All right. And she's going to try <laughs> to very, very quickly swipe on her mirror shades so she can activate them. So <laughs> spend the smallest amount of time possible wearing those shades. Let's see, I need to do a... Go ahead. Yeah, what's up, Mara? Last night, how many empty bottles are there? Can I grab, <laughs> like, three or four? Probably. Okay, I'm going to fill them with varying amounts of water. That's it. The three or four, so, in reality, like, four, maybe five. Because, right. you know, mm-hmm. Aiden exists. Mm-hmm. This is a Gnosis like, roll, right? Uh, yeah. To activate your mirror shades? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, those bottles are dedicated, though, so Alex cannot take <laughs> them across the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Unless Unless she's, because she doesn't have, like, a magpie swag or anything yeah. like that, right? I know. Well, I stare at them and then I put them back. Darn it! I just I I click gnosis. I couldn't then... I couldn't take the trinkets of that car, could I? Uh, probably not. No, Sorry. not directly. Soon as one of us if, learns if you're, talisman if, dedication, if you look... I have it, <laughs> I have talisman dedication, and Mordecai's mentioned it in character. 
Yeah, you guys are yes, aware that Mordeco's Mordeco can basically, uh, yeah, yeah, do that. How much does that cost you, though? Good question. One uh, noses per item, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. one noses per item, and she yeah. would not. She would not do it for for a, a non serious reason, since they're still waiting to see if Grania is going to go and do her. I'm going to go back into town and get my my gear, and then yeah. dedicate it probably to Ingvar. Uh, so that Ingvar at least has one bulletproof vest. Can you uh, well, do it for my axe? Uh, she'd have to ask her, yeah. yeah. Um, this could have happened potentially before they started talking, though, about what they were doing. Yeah, can you dedicate my axe? Do you know that right? Yes. And it's one object. Do I have to do anything else? Ooh. Does it, it just sounds like I just click it and then it's done. Is that is that accurate? Um, so the right talents and dedication is yes. Um, basically, you. I don't think you have to. I don't think there's an, a a rituals role for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it says yeah. spend mm-hmm. a point of gnosis per object. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show that for Alex. I legitimately cannot remember. Jack is yeah. Bonamadra uh, dedicated to Ingvar. Which one's bottom out of Her, her sawn off shotgun. Yes, that was one that you guys had dedicated. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, Mordeco does her thing. She spends a point of gnosis. That is a dedicated axe. Enjoy. All right. I think and then when the rest of you see the axe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grania would have a reaction, but sends not yet. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grania will ask though. Look, we gotta. I gotta get some equipment, and there's nothing I need to see on the side of the Umbra. I no. should. I should take advantage of the opportunity. You guys. You guys can call me on the phone. In your brain, if anything happens. Go be safe. Don't get dead, or I will. We will come and find you. Don't think we won't. Oh. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she'll there head back to Denver. Absolutely to nothing that makes it sound like he is remotely joking. <laughs> okay. Well, good then. All right. So, so two two activate the mirror shades is gnosis. Uh, yeah. So you'll roll gnosis difficulty seven. You see pool mod zero mm-hmm. difficulty seven. There it is. Yep. Okay. Huh, three successes. All right. So those right. guys are activate. All right. And then what do I roll to get across the gauntlet? Is what do I roll again? Is that just Gnosis again? Uh, yeah. With the difficulty yes. of the gauntlet rating minus two, the gauntlet minus two for the shades. shades. So you are at difficulty five. Here. Okay. Then Mordeco will take out her shades, point to the pack. You already used your words. Put her shades on. And then five, you said? Difficulty five. Four successes. She snaps her fingers. Yep. And you guys just... <laughs> Tumble through. And then they are immediately whipped off and put back into her into her bucket. Yep. As you guys look around, the house is gone. Uh, there is just a wide swath of scrub brush around you. The mountains are higher, more jagged. And they loom more imposingly a couple miles distant. Uh, if you turn away from the mountains and look east, 
There's a weird mixture over there. Heavy growth, to some extent. You can see telltale movements of spirits both nearby and further away. But a little further east, beyond the heavy growth, beyond the heavy growth, is this weird fog, kind of yellowish in color, and occasionally with little bursts of electricity running through it. Which is very unfamiliar. Not a not a phenomena many of you have seen before. But there's it's it's mostly in your immediate local area, very open approach. Long lines of sight until you get to the mountains. Or to that weird cluster fog bank. That is probably about Wanna say six to ten miles east of where you guys are right now? Question as the the building Or sorry, about three miles east of where you guys are right now. In the same directions as the buildings in the real world? Uh which buildings? The the um, the, the Intrepid Energy. Yeah. Oh no. Mm. Completely opposite direction. Huh. Yeah, there's mountains between you and okay. and Intrepid right now. Where you where you guys are What's that? Is there Is there a roll I can make or 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 what uh you could do fog? intelligent if if you're trying to identify the fog itself, that would be intelligence enigmas. Difficulty Damn uh, it. A cult? Uh you Mm, lo- you had some local knowledge. I'll let you do uh, intelligence alertness, difficulty 8. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Mortico, I do Mortico, not have enigmas. Mortico will roll for enigmas. What was that? Uh, intelligence enigmas, difficulty 7. I'd like to do that, too. Um, like, the, it seems like the storms may be causing a fog. Can I tell what the... What's kind of storm that is? If you've got enigmas, you can do it at uh, seven. Or uh, for you, it's not you're not local, so it would be intelligence alertness difficulty nine. Hmm. I've got enigmas. Okay. What tip did you say for alert? For alertness is eight for you since you're local. Hmm. Oh, oh! Hey, look! <laughs> so my luck watch. has run out regarding regard. The curse has finally struck the world of darkness for me. For those no. t- for those listening or who don't see the numbers, that is on five dice, three twos and two ones. So with a double box, Aiden, best you can remember is there's a wildlife reserve out there. So that's probably a knot of pretty intense wild energy. Okay. Um. So definitely worth investigating. Okay. Um, Mordico's Alex, got... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Alex, with one success, it strikes you as dangerous, whatever it is. You can't identify it terribly well. Okay. Mordico, would you she's remember... Never, she's never seen something like this before? Or she you has? Have never, you have never seen something like this before. Okay. But, but your pattern of description... Uh, you remember your father 
describing this phenomenon very Cause, well. Because if it's something that she would have had an experience with, and it's, it's usually visual, but it's not, it's not, we didn't specify it as visual. But with mm-hmm. pigeon pattern being a, a feature, if so, that would be three successes. Yeah, no, you have never seen this before. Okay, yeah, but yeah. she's mm-hmm. but she's she's familiar with it, but it's not something she's really right experienced. Okay, okay. So what is this? This is what happens in the Umbra when radioactive waste becomes such a permanent, permeating feature of the landscape in the material that it begins to have a spiritual echo. And Alex said out loud, what is that? Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a, that is a dangerous fucking place. Okay. Yeah, so when Alex says that, Mordecai will say, that is what happens when the poison of humanity goes so deep, it leaks into here. Can you explain that less poetically? Poison. The, the poison of people. Pollution? No. Uh, waste. Aims of, yes, clearly that's the case. Radio waste. <laughs> Radioactive waste. Yes. Uh, like like bad jazz? <laughs> no. Red, radioactive waste is what she's oh. going for. Yes. That that makes more sense. Which means that cloud is probably going to be very deadly. Yes, Yes. we absolutely need to avoid that. (laughs) Aiden says covering for himself. (laughs) (laughs) As he reads, Mordecai definitely knows what she's talking about. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I knew that. There is a reason I rolled a charisma subterfuge in chat. That's true. Direction that we are going to need to go. That's really close, though. Well, that says a lot. Well, good to know that it's there, and a place that we should avoid if we're anywhere towards the east. Interestingly enough, as you guys are looking at it, it is weirdly contained for what is, in effect, the spiritual version of a gas cloud. It's not diffusing. It's not dispersing. So it's just solid cube of gas. Yeah, I was just gonna kind ask. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. What shape is it weirdly contained in? Um, kind can of. Can tell that from here? It's hard to tell because you can't really get like depth on it, but it seems to be a roughly kind of kind of a block ish mm-hmm. with a couple little bits out. Mm-hmm. Is there a nuclear reactor? Yeah, Marco, do you know what's located in that area? Does she know, Jack? Uh, you can roll uh, intelligence and alertness, difficulty seven. Nope. <laughs> you got a success though, so it's not technically a bot. It's not You're a bot. Like, yep. It's not a bot. There's yeah, three no. ones in there. Yep. She's just she's just right, sitting there you, going they're like. Maybe it has a name. Fuck no, I know. I saying, no, she, no, what she says out loud is, I do not roam here. This is not my territory. I don't know that place. Everybody, that at some point, back on the every mark, everybody mark and estimate 
about where that's going to be. We are going to check that out later. Okay. How how does Monica do that? Gonna, I mean, I, just make a visual reference of like where it is and. Yeah, if yeah, anybody's no. trying to sort of pinpoint, drop, <clears throat> drop their own mental Google Maps pin in this, yep. give me a perception yep. and survival. Uh, difficulty seven. Mm-hmm. Would also. Um, I have a quick question. Is yes. that the direction uh, Grania was going? Because if so, we may need to let her know real quick. Not okay. really, because right. Denver is kind of southeast. This is basically yeah. due east, almost. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Ingvar just Damn. goes, there's a lock of radiation east of home, and that's about all she does. Oh, no, she full, Mordigo full-on no botches. full-on double botch. Yeah, no, Mordigo, so, Mordigo mm-hmm. not only doesn't know, she has marked exactly the wrong spot. It's on She's, the other side of the mountain. She has, she has definitely, in her mind of her own Google Maps, she has marked that almost... Not quite polar opposite, but a solid, like, 20 miles wrong direction. She's mm-hmm. not even going to come anywhere close. I I am so excited for that discussion, because Sal got a two. <laughs> yeah, I got one. Yeah. Well, the good news with this is, is of all people, Morocco is the least likely to actually check, know how to check Google and know. So... Oh, yeah, she's, she's not going to figure this out. This is... Hopefully we'll find out what happens. But no, she's not the wrong spot. But the the spirit spirit ecosystem seems fairly healthy around where you're at, about what you'd expect. You know, nothing is pristine wilderness anymore. Hardly at all, anyway. Right. Few and far between. Um, But you see a number of plant and animal spirits around. um, Atmospheric, a couple of elementals. You get, get the feeling that if you were looking for, like, rock or earth ones, you'd probably want to push west into the mountains directly. But, you know, yeah, it seems to be, uh, seems to be pretty decent. So if you're looking for anything in particular, trying to track down any spirit specifically, uh, that will be either wits or occult, or wits and survival. Survival rules are made at difficulty 8. Uh, occult rules are made at difficulty 7. Unless somebody has the right of spirit summoning, in which case you can try and do that. Mm-hmm. I'll do wits and occult. I'm okay. looking for air and hawk, so I'm imagining I'm gonna try and find something high. Yep. Well, there's not really anything high that you can climb, but you can hunt and then start trying. Who has spirit speech? I do. Okay. Mordica does as well. Mm-hmm. Hey. Do you like Angvar doesn't have spirit I do. speech? I, I do, I do. I knew I took that for a reason. Okay. Angvar doesn't have spirit speech, but she is just looking for... Well, she's seeing if she notices a bear spirit anywhere. Okay. Does she verbalize that at all? In any way, shape, or form? Uh, she sort of. She's just like, I wonder if this is a place for Brother Bear to be around. Mordecai will then start looking for, for Angvar. Okay. So that was what? Wits and... Wits in a cult at difficulty seven, or wits in survival at difficulty eight. Um, it occurs to some of you, anybody with at least three dots in intelligence, you've got three people who have apparently voiced the fact that they can talk to spirits, and six people total, so breaking off into pairs if you have to split off might not be a bad idea. Hey, yeah, no, for sure. 
Um, who are the three? Sorry, who are the three? three? Uh, Alex, Sal, and Moriko. Oh, good. Oh, darn. Does that mean that I can't send Sal and Moriko off together? That's sad. Yeah, Moriko <laughs> just rolled to find out where Bear was for Ingvar. And no, send, she's send not Sal and Ingvar. I'm looking Legitimately, that's what's happening. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So, Ingvar, you two team up. Uh, uh, Morocco and, uh, Alex. Okay. And I... then Dakota and me. Wait, I will... can, can either Dakota Wait. or you speak to Wait, yeah, did I, I get that no, wrong? You, yeah, you got that wrong. Yeah. I got that wrong. Sorry. Sorry. Morocco and, and Dakota and Alex. Okay. Before they, they start going off, it... Would Moriko be able to at least point in the direction where Bear yeah. was? Mm-hmm. Bear yeah. would likely be uh, west towards the mountains. Okay, to mm-hmm. to Ingvar, Moriko will say, "Bear, that way," and point in the right direction. Thank you. Of course. Who was Dakota? Um, Me. Dakota's going with Moriko. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so based on what you guys have said, uh, Dakota, you're looking for a Chimerling, which is kind okay. of an abstract shape shifty spirit. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Iron Blood's looking for Bear Spirit. Spider Fryer needs Dove and Fox, and Boxcars needs Fog and Falcon. There's a real big bank of fog that you guys just saw. No. <laughs> wow. 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 Just saying. Wow. wow. <laughs> but anyway. Oh. All right. I, was an air spirit. I, I just wanted to point out in character. I don't think anyone has seen has actually heard Sal talk to a spirit. And everybody has heard Sal repeatedly talk about his best pal, Chansey. It's so I true. don't know how much people believe Sal that he can talk to spirit. <laughs> believe it or not, Aiden trusts Sal's capabilities. I feel like Dakota has an idea. Yep. Sal loves Chansey. So Falcon and who? Uh, Air. Okay. Air uh, specifically, a, a a spirit in service to Aeolus, who is a fog spirit. Okay. So it's a fog right. specifically. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So fog and falcon, dove and fox, bear and Cameron. All right. So uh, let's start with Aiden and All right. Alex. Uh, did you guys make your enigma or uh, I did cult not slash yet. survivals? Not I did not yet. We're so we're going to be looking for. Uh, Wait, uh, was that the last one we did? Then I did yes. I yeah, what, it was wits and occult or survival. Wits and occult at seven, or wits and survival at eight. Okay. I know this says in, but I swear that it's a, it, it, it's wits. Okay. It's not changing the title of it. Seven for a cult? Mm-hmm. Three. Okay. So Aiden and Alex, collectively between the two of you, you sort of spend some time getting familiar with the, the spirit scape here in the Front Range Umbra. Um, and initially, you decide to kind of lie in wait. The, you're in a scrubland. And it's very logical to both of you that a falcon spirit would hunt in this this terrain. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's plenty of fray spirits nearby, and a lot of the, in terms of animal spirits, a lot of times their animal behavior is reflected in the behavior of of the spirits themselves. So after a few hours of just working your way around, eventually you see a pair of falcon spirits that are circling and then swooping down to try and catch whatever it is that's creeping around in the spirit scrub below. You guys are able to make contact with them. Uh, Alex, as the person who'd be taking point on this, I would like you to roll a charisma and expression, I believe. Okay. Is my shyness going to apply to this? Yes, it will. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also, if you've got better dots in it, you can also do charisma and etiquette. Falcon, um, Falcon takes a lot of. I've got yeah better etiquette. I will okay. be very. Etiquette. Sounds good. And then, are you offering any chimage or uh, or favor in exchange for this? Um. I'll offer a favor because I I don't really have anything. Um, okay, you can also off, offer gnosis if you've got any that you're willing to burn. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll offer gnosis actually. Okay. I'll advise. Falcon is uh Falcon is a, a, a pretty close to silver fangs. Okay. So totem of respect. Just keep that in mind. Okay. Um, Honor right. things like that are really. How many uh, how many points of gnosis are you offering for this gift? Um, two. Two. Yeah. All right. So your charisma etiquette will be at difficulty six then, with okay. the two two gnosis to uh, reduce the difficulty. Is this something I can spend willpower on? Absolutely. I would like to do that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. They accept your gift of doses. Uh, and with six successes, the falcons both come down at the same time, land on your shoulders, and you feel the talons clench and sink in. And the blood that comes out flows up their legs and into their plumage. And you, uh, Aiden, as you're watching this, you can see them kind of expand and grow and look a little more healthy from the input uh, that they have taken. And you have access to Truth of Gaia now for Boxers. Excellent. Um. Your knowledge of the area has pointed you as well. You know that fog tends to adhere to water, especially in inland uh, areas. So you guys also push a little more to the south and west. Um, and you find a small pond that's still hanging on to some of the cool of the morning. And there are a number of small fog spirits uh, hovering over the uh, the surface of the water there. There's some fish spirits as well, and a couple of uh, water elementals nearby. And what are you offering to these spirits for? Big gift. Um... Uh... Gnosis as well. I think that's what she thinks she yeah. can give. Okay. 
Sounds Aiden good. don't know shit about fog, so... <laughs> you did nothing wrong with going direct on it. How many points there? Um, one. That way I just have one left. Okay. Um, it's going to be the same difficulty roll, because this is this is a Black Fury gift specifically, so it's affiliated yes. with your tribe, and you're in reasonably good standing with your tribe. Uh-huh. Um, so it's going to be a... Uh, Either a charisma and expression, or a charisma and uh, performance role. Fog tends to be a little bit more weavy poetic. Okay, I'm doing expression. I have no performance. Okay. Oh, and I realized on the last one, I actually forgot to do my shyness on that. Um, Do you want me to re-roll it? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Um, before I change it over, that does, it makes it, um, and the focus of the situation would make it difficulty three more, so it would actually have been a nine. Okay. Alex is good at talking to people. <laughs> that was one. Still one. One is enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um. Well, technically two, because you spent willpower on it, so yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. That would be charisma and expression. Different uh-huh. nine. I'm gonna do willpower again. Okay. Yeah. No. N- nope. That's okay. Yep, so it's it's not technically a botch. Yep. Um, but one willpower is still zero successes. They say to come back later when you have something better to offer. Okay. You haven't, you haven't gotten like a bad reputation with them, mm-hmm. but they don't take the nevosis okay. for some reason. Okay. So you've only got access to the one gift then with your attack. That makes right. a wild amount of narrative sense considering how they're all about patience yep. and mm-hmm. etc. <laughs> yep. Nope. That that worked out really really accurately. That's it for me. Okay. Uh, then we have Mordico and Dakota. Dakota, you're looking for a Chimerlin spirit. These are very similar to the, the totem of your tribe. Uh, Uktena is a spirit of abstracts. He's a shapeshifter. Um, and Chimerlings tend to be those sort of spirits that represent things in flux, things that change, things like dreams, uh, emotions, stuff like that. They can be found almost anywhere. Um, so how many successes did you get on your uh, roll to find spirits? Um, was that the one we rolled earlier? Yes. It would have been either wits and survival or wits and occult. Yeah, that was zero. Okay. You're not sure where you would find one of those. Did you verbalize it in any way? Um, yeah, she Okay, then Margaret will try. So Wits and Occult, seven? Yep. I, I'm just guessing on the spelling of that one. We're just going to go with it. It's fine. <laughs> yep, three successes. Three successes? So, Dakota, as you ask Margaret where oh, those wait, sorts... Oh, wait, and that's Wits? I'm looking for a spirit. Is my uh-huh. spirit vibe check at one? Oh, hell yeah. Well then, yeah, four successes. Four successes. Yeah. Mordico, you're familiar with 
the sort of areas where those things tend to uh, accumulate. And you guys go off on a run. It takes a while to get to the Glen, um, but there's this marshy area where it's sort of a liminal space between water and land. And uh, Moriko, you uh, particularly are aware that this is very close to where you found Sal in the real world last night. Mm. Um, but uh, as you go there, you can see these the the standing water kind of bubbles, and some of those bubbles just release these vaguely fractal amorphous spirits that change shape and shift between solid to liquid and back again. But you've found something that fits the qualifications. Uh, as Dakota's representative of spirit speech, you can give me a charisma and occult or charisma and expression. Difficulty seven. Because you said expression. I don't think she's got. You could also do charisma and primal urge. Actually, she does not. Yeah, she does not. Cult or primal urge? Is what you're mm-hmm. Yeah. She would do primal urge. Okay. More. Um, and uh, is what is Dakota offering? I uh, think she's gonna offer gnosis. Gnosis. Sorry, and you said what difficulty, Jack? Uh, starting at seven. Um, how many points of gnosis is? Uh, Dakota offering on this? Uh, two. Two? Okay, so knock that down to five. Four successes. What What do you think uh, Morika would would ask, or how how would she negotiate with them in terms of... Has Dakota told her what she's trying to get? Or did, did Dakota just tell her what she was getting? Um, D- Dakota will tell her. Okay. But... If if Dakota does, can you describe the, the gift she's looking for? Uh, she's looking for dream speak. Ooh, that's a good one. One of my favorites. Yeah, no, Dream Speak's a real good one. Uh, so basically, you can go. Basically, it's something that lets a Galliard go into somebody else's dream and affect the course of it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mordeco will uh, approach the spirit. Changing magic, but for werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pack has need of your teaching. This is Dakota Boxcutter. Oh, shoot, I forgot Dakota's last name. No, Dakota. Dakota Ropecutter. Ropecutter, rope cutter. Rope cutter, there it is. Yeah, Ropecutter rope Technicolor. She always Technicolor? has that on there. Yes. Okay, Rope, she says, she said, and she says just like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dakota Ropecutter Technicolor. She wishes to walk in dreams. She offers you tribute to do so. Will you help her? One of them kind of comes up and approaches you, Mariko, first. 
What what form is Mordeco in currently? She should still be in homage. She still in homage. Okay. Yeah. Snakes around your arm. Very similar to if you've ever had like an actual snake. Mm-hmm. You know, do a coil. Um, and then floats over to Dakota. And Dakota, the thing is kind of hovering in front of your face. And then suddenly splits into four. Two of them go in your ears, two of them go up your nose, each nostril. And you just feel colors in your brain, which is weird. And then the thing exits through your tear ducts and floats around. And you can feel the gnosis go with it as it comes away. And you've got access to dreams now. Meanwhile, Ingvar and Zap. <laughs> Looking for bears. Yep. With nine minutes to go. Yeah, do do we want to do this now, or just jump in on it and go as, as long as we can? Up to you guys. William? Uh, if you want to start talking, I think we will probably not get to the, the actual finding bear until next session, probably. Do it. Do it. Do it. I am not a patient man for this week. What is what is Ingvar's mean at this point? How how is how is Ingvar acting towards Sal or just in general? I think Ingvar is just looking for Bear. I think she's very calm and in control at the moment, and is not sparking up conversation unless Sal decides to do so first. Sal, being a quiet and reserved type probably surprises Ingvar by starting to talk almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the hell you say. Um, and and oh, says... So out of character. Um, did I ever tell you my nano fought in, uh, in the Second World War? No. Came back. A couple things brought back. Uh, bayonet, not sure where he got it. But he had a Luger. He brought back. Or he said he brought it back off a Nazi. Passed it down to me when he got older. You know what I did with it? No. Pawned it. Got my first one of these. He taps his uh his his belt where he keeps his guns. Tucked around the back. What I'm trying to say is I don't really get the whole ancestral weapon. So, if I was out of line, you know, that's on me. Glasswalkers, we don't really do the whole glaives, ancestral knives. Kind of out of my, uh, my whole ballpark. The best way that I can describe it is this. Centuries past, maybe millennia, there was an ancient wolf who history has forgotten much about. Their name, their gender, their appearance. Only their deeds remained, and they were known simply as the Iron Wolf, for their indomitability and unbreakable will. 
and of the many things that were left of them of their time so much of it has been lost but I have been raised knowing that the Iron Wolf is my lineage that I live to do what I can to live up to that legacy and that knife which is passed down through generations of werewolves, is one of the last remaining objects of the Iron Wolf's history. It was passed down to my father from his, from his mother, from her mother, from her father, all the way down the lineage until you can trace it back to when the Iron Wolf grasped it in his claw, or her claw. We do not know. The history is gone. And that is all that I have left of anything at all. Forget that. But you know... I'm not just talking of my lineage, I'm talking of home. I left home with nothing but the clothes on my back and that dagger. Yeah, but... Home kind of moves with us if we let it. I don't know how you're feeling. I was starting to feel pretty at home in Vegas. I have many homes. We all have many homes when we walk through life. But the one that was my childhood, that knife is all I have left of it. I'm sure you're going to get it back. Will seems like a decent guy. Hell of an arm on him, I'll tell you that much. Look, it was a bigger deal than I thought it was. And also, I hate it when Morico's right about anything. It's fine. As I said to Alex, I need to get used to everyone just seeing me as a simple Arun. But for what it's worth, I know you're not just an arm. Although you are really fucking big. Sure, nobody ever told you that, but Jesus Christ. I know a lot of people who pay a lot of fucking money to get stepped on like you stomped me earlier. <laughs> And he kind of grins and says, Grania, not least among them, you gotta watch yourself, Dazina. <laughs> yeah, some, somewhere halfway, halfway to Denver, Grania just punches the roof of her Jeep for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> but look, like I told, like I told the boss when I was in the middle of telling him he ought to pick you for beta. <laughs> Sure, we all line up behind you when stuff gets bad, but you're also the one who makes tactical decisions outside of fights. I know that shit. That's part of being in our room, sure, but look, Zita, I don't go in for the whole predestined warrior thing. I, I get it. I get it. 
I know it's a big thing for you. I know that's how you will rage, but I'm just gonna tell you straight. I don't fucking care. But I've fought beside you, and more importantly, I've stood beside you outside of fights, and you know your shit. I'm glad you think that, but I really don't. The other thing I told the boss is, if you're going to give somebody a position of power, you want to give it to the people who don't want it. So the best thing I know about you being beta, why you best cut out for it, is because you don't want to be fucking beta. I know you don't think you can do it neither, but you're going to do a great job. Or if you fuck up, we'll all get killed and then nobody will know about it anyway. Do you know that that was hardly taught anything but fighting going up? I barely know any history from my homeland. I don't know much of the government device thing. Basic education was thrown to the wayside for combat training. See, and I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of thought that's how Get approached everything. I know how to maintain and operate every firearm that my that my get that my clan could find me, and I know my way around every melee weapon that they could ever forge or place in my hand. But I couldn't tell you the first thing about civil process from where I'm from where I'm from. At which point, both of you hear. <laughs> And stepping out from behind the trees is a spirit that looms about 25 feet tall on its hind legs. Curved claws at least 8 to 12 inches long. The mouth is open and there's drool streaming from the fangs. Sal, you're the only one who has spirit speech right. out of the two of you. What you hear is wolves, killers of the Graal, why have you come here? And that is where we're going to close. Uh oh. <laughs> bye, you two. <laughs> uh, this, Say this goodbye, everybody. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>